Get excited, ladies and gentlemen, because we are back once again for another episode of Jedi Eternal. This is Braxton Taylor, and on this week's episode, we discuss, I don't know, Lando still releasing eventually, Mando Season 4 being turned into a movie, and the breakdown of the final Ahsoka trailer. So guys, sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is one of your co-hosts, Braxton Taylor, alongside Andrew. He still exists, Bowen. And this is, of course, Jedi Eternal. This is episode 99. And yeah, we still exist, even though you may have thought we didn't. <laughs> still here, ladies and gentlemen. Can't get rid of us still that easy. <laughs> you thought you got rid of us. <laughs> it takes more than that for us to leave. Every month and a half, we'll roll yeah. back around. <laughs> Just long enough for you to kind of forget about us, and then we show back up. Yeah, all of our, our, our uh, you know, all of our activity, you know, just enough for that to die down and, and no one to pay attention, and yeah, then yeah. we'll come back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then build it back up again just for it to, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Well, no, yeah. we, it's, summer is always kind of hard. That's what um, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. December and July are two of, like, our both of our, like, busiest months, it seems like, because of one reason or another, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Uh, and it, so, yeah. you know, there's just a lot going on, and so it does make it kind of challenging. However, we're kind of back to, uh, I'm almost afraid to say this, but <laughs> we're kind of back to um, to normal, so we should be getting onto a more regular schedule. Yeah. Which, thinking about that, um, I think this is our 99th episode, right? Is that mm -hmm. what you said? So, mm -hmm. so, um, in not, not next week, but the week after that. So Saturday, the, what would that be? I don't know. <laughs> uh, Whatever it would be yeah, right. is that would be our hundredth episode. Yeah. That would be the 19th. Whoa. August so 19th. the 19th will be our 100th yeah. episode, which is when we celebrate, um, of course we're going to celebrate, but we're also going to talk about, um, the current state of Star Wars, which is kind of mm -hmm. what we always do every 50 episodes. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's what our very first episode was. It's what mm -hmm. our 50th episode was. And so now it'll also be our 100th episode. Yes. And so that'll be cool. Um, and, we'll, you know, we'll have some other fun stuff about being our 100th episode. And then following that the next week is when Ahsoka officially <laughs> premieres. And so yeah. when Ahsoka starts... The hope is that we will be getting together weekly to review those episodes as they come out. So. Yeah. So lots of exciting stuff in the Jedi Eternal slash Star Wars realm. Mm -hmm. So make sure you are sticking around and uh, being active and comment and, and talk to us. That always encourages us to do more. So we appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. But... Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say before we get into it, uh, you know, regardless of uh, how uh, you know 
uh, sporadic we've been with the Jedi Eternal podcast, we actually have been ironically very consistent with our uh, our second podcast, which is on our Patreon. And that podcast is And Other Stuff. And and other stuff, as it, you could imagine, is anything other than Star Wars. And sometimes Star Wars leaks in there too. But basically, it's just a, what's going on in our lives, things we've, uh, I mean, movies we've watched, games we've played, um, you know, happenings uh, in life. You know, we just talk and have fun. So we've been pretty consistent with that. And that is, of course, one of the benefits of joining our Patreon. Uh, you get access to that second podcast. Um, Secondarily, you also become a producer, as we like to call you, and you get the uh, get the first hand uh, uh, say into how we dictate and run this podcast. When we have questions about how to proceed or if things need change or advice, we come to you first. So if that's anything that interests you, uh, that is, uh, of course, on our Patreon as well. And also, we like to shout out our patrons and producers um, every uh, episode that we do have, uh, and all of this could be yours for only five dollars a month so drew who is our producers this month our producers are tara bolin grayson david gill alex mason Corey wise jay camdar jenna evans and promise quick nice yes and uh shout out to promise quick who for no reason um upped her pledge you passed uh the what the current tier is uh so you know i didn't even know that was a thing to be honest but uh, that's pretty cool that was very nice Uh, so hey if you were like you know what we would like to support you even more than what the actual tier costs that five dollars if you want to support us more than that hey it all goes to a good cause. Yeah. And the here's cause the thing. of Star Wars. <laughs> you know, that's, that's the thing. You know, we have uh, contemplated as we, you know, get into a new year or, you know, something event like our 100th episode. Like, we, we, we talk about doing some changes and stuff. And so for our Patreon, we have considered uh, doing different tiers, right? And adding some, um, you know, higher price tiers, but add more stuff to it. And we just really haven't dove into that because, as you can tell, you know, we don't have a ton of patrons. Uh, we we yeah. are very appreciative for the ones we have, so we don't want to minimize that. That, but we don't have enough to really like expand and, right. and do all that. So my thing is, is if you guys want to are, are interested in potentially doing higher tiers and, and getting more things out of that, that's something we can absolutely discuss. And uh, we just, uh, we, if that's what you want and what would like to do, for us to do, let us know and we'll discuss that. Um, for sure. But let's not, you know, beat on the drum too long here. <laughs> we thank you guys so much. Thank you for our producers and our patrons um, that are, are subscribed. We absolutely uh, love you guys and thank you so much for that uh but for those of you who are here who are not subscribed and here for just jedi eternal we love you guys too and thank you for supporting us so let's go ahead and get right into it yeah let's do it so our first news for this week and we had a lot of news so we kind of had to just pick and choose what's not too old of course right right yeah we've we've missed a lot of things um, <laughs> so we apologize and for that. <laughs> so we're just going to kind of kind of select some some interesting stuff here that we have and also some of the more more recent things that have been right that have came up right so one of those things being the lando it's a series correct uh, or was it a movie i can't remember now uh well last we heard it was a series yeah. right so um you know for those of you who you know i'm sure are familiar right uh, uh the solo movie came out and uh donald glover uh apprised the role of lando calarizian and honestly a lot of people thought that was like the best part of the movie um you know i i had thought there was a lot of redeeming qualities movie but a lot of people uh really enjoyed his 
um, kind of take on Lando Calrissian. And um, with that being said, of course, afterwards we heard that there was you know a show or series uh, in the works. So now there is actually an interesting update for that, and that it is apparently now being written by Donald Glover himself and Stephen Glover. So um, yeah, is there anything else we have on that, Drew? Yeah, so this kind of started to stir. Uh, so, you know, we got the announcement of Lando years ago. Right, exactly. Uh, many, uh, multiple years ago at this point. I don't even remember exactly what the year was, but it's been a while. Uh, and and then we've not seen or heard anything else about it past the initial announcement. We What we did know is that it was set to be... Um, written by Justin Simeon and he is currently the director of or wait um yeah he he was the he's the director of the the recent the haunted mansion movie mm, that just came okay. out and so while he was going around um for promotions for the haunted mansion the hollywood reporter asked him in an interview um how like the Lando series is <laughs> right because there right. hadn't been anything. Um, and he said, I'm attached, I think, but I don't really know. The last thing I was told was that they loved it, but needed to put a pen in it until they could figure out everybody's availability. Um, and see, and that's, you know, I don't want to cut you off, but that, that is kind of part of the problem when you get big list actors or big list music artists or whatever as a main part of a show. And you're kind of like, okay, now you're trying to bring these really popular people into a television show. Uh, you know, obviously it's a little um, exaggerative, but you know what I'm saying? And so to record multiple episodes and record multiple different scenes and multiple different shoots. Yeah. I mean, it is, a, it, it is something that. Yeah, you know that that is one of the one of the positives of picking people uh, who are not super famous. <laughs> yeah, and so this guy he he goes on to kind of say some other things that we won't really get into here, but he does kind of go on to kind of point some fingers at why he thinks that he wasn't going, why he's hasn't heard anything, and hmm. and uh, kind of goes into into a, almost kind of a rant about Ooh. it. Um, and again, we're not really going to touch on that, but after that, Jeff Snyder reports, and as I've told you guys before, Jeff Snyder is a very trusted source that um, he usually knows what he's talking about, and he said that what he had heard is that Simeon actually exited development on the series on his own terms. Interesting. Which when you go and read his whole thing, his whole spiel, and he kind of sounds mad, it kind of like, oh, I think he knew more than what he was saying. <laughs> right. um, and so he, so they're saying he left, and he said that actually it is now being written by Donald Glover and his brother, Stephen. Hmm. Interesting. And that the Glovers have secretly been attached to Lando for several months at this time. Uh, while Simeon being aware of the change in creative leads on the series. So it's kind of some drama there. Um, but what um, that in itself what is, would just be a rumor, right? Right. But then Variety also came in and backed it up and said that this is accurate. This is what really what's going on. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we feel like we're confident to have it in news right. today is because there's enough trusted sources out here saying this is, this is the case now. 
Yeah. Um, and so their their report, though, Variety's report, says that the Glovers are solely credited for writing the series now. Interesting. Uh, which would imply that anything that Justin Simeon had done has been thrown out. And so, so they're starting from scratch. Yeah, and I was going to say, and, and, and here's the thing, like listening to that, there very well could be truth to both statements from him and you know from the others kind of opposing him. And what could have very well happened is that there were creative differences and right. he was going in a direction that he really was passionate about. And, you know, the Disney execs or Lucasfilm or whoever really made the decision was like, no, we think we need to go this direction. And so then from there, Simeon or Simon or whatever you said, um, basically got mad and was just like, I'm done and I'm out of here. You know what I'm saying? Because you won't let yeah. me have that freedom. And so basically they're just like, because we had creative differences with, you know, you know, parts of what he's doing anyway, let's just scrap it, you know? So that, that sounds like it definitely could have been what, what happened there, but, uh, yeah. And you know, I still, I still am hesitant that we'll ever actually see this series yeah, right? Um, because just because they have writers attached and they're working on it doesn't mean anything. Cause there's a Precisely. lot of, a lot of writers working on stuff. Well, not, it, not right well, now. I'm but, saying, and especially but, uh, right now. Right. But usually, you know, there's a lot of writers writing stuff that doesn't ever see the light of day. Right. Because, you know, a lot of times they have to at least have like a pilot written and worked on and, and, and then, you know, they present it and blah, blah, blah. So just because they're writing, it doesn't mean that we're ever going to see it. But, um, you know, Again, Donald Glover is very popular, and people loved him as Lando. So I do think that this is one that Disney uh, and Lucasfilm would like for people to be able to see. Right. And um, you know, it could be it could be pretty entertaining. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll have to to wait and find out. But let's go ahead and move on to our next story. And our next story here is going into uh, Star Wars Outlaws during San Diego Comic Con. They uh, went into some more details about Star Wars Outlaws, including the game's planets, characters, and exploration. So we're going to go into some of the things that was talked about there. And just to give a little, like, while you're looking that yeah. up, just to give a little, like, uh, kind of context here, for those of you who may not remember, uh, we talked about this actually the last episode we had, and this will be basically the first legitimate Star Wars open world game and this will be kind of centered or more around I mean, bounty hunters mercenaries things of that nature it's not going to be more of the classical uh, stories we see from Star Wars such as you know Jedi and Sith or you know the the Republic or the Empire I mean obviously the Empire is going to be a part of this um, but again it's going to be more around like I said mercenaries bounty hunters things of that nature and so it's going to be very interesting but like I said Drew's about to give us even more details yeah so just some different things here to note that they said they did say that we are going to see some really cool syndicates, uh, both from existing lore, but also some new syndicates that were created for the game. Um, we're also uh, going to be spending a lot of time in Jabba's palace. Interesting. Uh, yeah. So running missions for Jabba and navigating the criminal underworld and yes, it's possible not just to work for Jabba, but also to betray him, which of course has its own set of consequences. Yeah. So lots of cool potential there, right? Oh yeah. Um, and you know, with that being said, um, that means that Tatooine is an explorable open world um, within this game, because the way this game works is 
at least from my understanding, is yes, it is open world, but it's like, uh, you know, you you get in a ship and fly and go to another planet, and then that's a whole nother open world map, mm-hmm. which sounds kind of daunting if you think about it, um, but they have... They've made it clear because there has been some concern about that, and they mm-hmm. have made it clear that like, oh no, don't worry, like it's manageable. Mm. We'll see. But I mean, um, I'm okay. I'm okay if it's not manageable. But <laughs> I, I know, I know. <laughs> just, just keep it to yourself. No, because this thing, like with it, like Starfield, yeah. something that's like new. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if it's like so big that it's unmanageable, I'm like, okay, well, maybe, maybe it's too much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, kind of like No Man's Sky. Like I have, I have no attachment to this, and so because it's so infinite, like it's just, it's not really that fun. But for me. With it being Star Wars, and with me being so emotionally and uh, attached, I guess, to the subject matter, um, you know, I'm okay with it being a little more daunting because that's just that much more Star Wars that we can explore. But, like I said, yeah. I, I think for me it's that kind of emotional connection that I have to it, and uh, you know, knowledge of the of the lore and, and, and galaxy. But anyway, yeah, and so um, you know, I I don't know if we have been if any of it's been confirmed on how many planets will be in this right in this game but the only two that they've specifically have been talking about were uh, Tashera and Tatooine and it's always Tatooine. Is, it, yeah it's always Tatooine, <laughs> it's always, Tatooine. Right? Tatooine. always. <laughs> um which is kind of funny yeah just not not to rant on it too long but it's kind of funny like you have all these possibilities <laughs> uh, and you yeah. still have to go for Tatooine but anyway, yeah. um, but you can guarantee I'm hopping on speeder and I'm going to try to find Obi-Wan Kenobi's hut because he's out <laughs> yeah. there. He's out there somewhere. <laughs> oh, wait, no, he already be dead, wouldn't he? he yeah, would, I was confused on the he timeline. Would be dead. He would be dead, but that's okay. It, there would still be his hut, though. It would still be there yeah. somewhere, right? Where he lives. Presumably. Little... Yeah. I wonder, I if, I wonder if they'll include that. That would be interesting. No, they should. I mean, they should. They should. Yeah, yeah. But... they should also have Luke's burnt... Um, at home too. Right? <laughs> the corpses of his yeah. aunt and uncle. They're still awesome. sitting out there. <laughs> yeah, no, this is um, taking place in between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Hmm. So okay. around the same time okay. as the comics currently have been. Oh, and we if did you discuss remember, this last time. Yeah. The, the whole syndicate war has been going on in the comics with Kira mm-hmm. and Crimson Dawn. And so it kind of lines up that this game is also going to be dealing yeah. with syndicates a lot. Okay, gotcha. Um, but they said that this this new planet, Toshera, they developed it specifically for the game, and it is inspired by the biomes in, As- in East Africa. And so um, that is that wasn't the original trailer, I believe. That was the planet you were on there. Um, and they said that they have, you know, they have like an underworld capital city, but they also have wide open plains that you can just hop in your speeder and take off down. Yeah. And so that's cool. Um and they said they have uh, like a location there called Mar- Miragana. Miragana is a city that has been built within a suspended rock and that's slowly been carved away by the constant winds of the planet. So there's mm, some really yeah, interesting stuff that neat. they're doing. Um, they said that there will be some personalization to your to the appearance of your speeder. They didn't really go into just how much, but they said there will be some. Uh, they said, of course, there's going to be a lot of uh, secrets to uncover within the planets. Um, and 
they said if you enjoy food and discovering alien concoctions this is going there's going to be a, a very exciting experience for you i don't really know what that means but <laughs> interesting um they did say uh tatooine they said it was it was kind of a puzzle to put things together in tatooine and they said they went back to the source to some of the dk visual guides and started building they said okay what are the most important parts and what's going to make the most fun for the player to explore so Mos Eisley is a big part of it but there's also a lot of the dunes the canyons and uh things that you really expect so it's kind of like the greatest hits of Tatooine mm -hmm. is what they've tried to mm -hmm. do so again I think that they should have you know like Kenobi's home and Skywalkers and, and the cantina of <laughs> yeah. course you're gonna have that and all that good stuff um and then the, the last thing that they said is that a lot, some people were, were wondering if this new character that was shown in the trailer, there's been a lot of fan theories that this guy is going to uh, basically be the new version of Kyle Katarn. Um, for those of you who maybe that name isn't familiar to you, Kyle Katarn was the character you played as in the um, Jedi Knight games from mm -hmm. back in the day. So Jedi... Uh, well, actually, it was, Outcast, it was right? first called Dark Forces, and then there was Jedi Knight. Uh, I don't remember what the Dark Forces. Is that what it was called? I don't know. I and then remember. there was Jedi Knight, Jedi Outcast, and then there was Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy. But um, but that was a but he was a, a a fan favorite character that then continued on even in the books mm -hmm. and legends and all that stuff. And they said that is not Kyle Katarn. It is a character you're going to be working with that has their own motivations. It's impossible for us to talk more about it without revealing too much. But he obviously does bear visual similarities. Like, <laughs> yeah. if you look at him in the... Like, he... I mean, he does bear a lot of resemblance. Um, which I will just go ahead and shout out here that, you know, I do hope that Kyle Katarn comes back eventually because he's a really great character. And I, don't, I wonder if he ever will show up in canon or if he is one of those characters that just will continue to never be brought up like Mara Jade. Yeah. She was another fan favorite that they've refused to ever bring I think, back. I think the problem with Mara Jade, as I mean, as you're well aware, it's like, unfortunately it contradicted the, the direction that they wanted to go. Right. Uh, so it made it nigh impossible for that to even be a thing without having to completely rework the character. But the thing with Kyle Katarn is that it still could relatively feasibly fit without, breaking canon too much you know what i'm saying i think kyle katarn is easier to bring into canon than mara jade would be. oh by far now some people think she's going to surprise be surprised dropped into uh <laughs> yeah. sometime within this timeline that we're going with dave filoni because that was where she came up was with thrawn and all that stuff and she mm -hmm. was she was involved in all that um but i don't know that they'll ever do that but I do think with Kyle Katarn to be easier, he does end up being kind of almost, well, he ends up being a part of Luke's Jedi Academy, which again, mm. there kind of starts, you start running into those issues if you want right. him to, to, but you could, I guess, jump in time and have him be a part of the um, Rays. Mm -hmm. So it would just be, That'd be a long time though. <laughs> yeah. So what I'm saying is, is like basically his entire his entire story and like age timeline when he was born, all that stuff would have to change mm -hmm. to line up to where he could become a part of 
that story instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know if that would would be good or not. But and see, and like, like you know, not to belabor the point, but that's kind of like what we've talked about in the past. It's like, yeah, would it be cool to see Kalkatar? Would it be cool to see Mar Jade? Yes, but in order for them to fit within current canon, you'd have to modify and amend their story. And mm-hmm. the only reason that we like those characters is because of the story that we've come to love from them. That was you know in in, in the EU. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like you don't really, honestly, don't want to see them, you know, now because you'd have to change what made you love them in the first <clears throat> right. place. So. Yeah, sorry, I'm <laughs> choking oh, on boy. my oh boy, my drink. My Mountain Dew. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, what you get for drinking Commander Splash? <laughs> it's not called Commander Splash. It looks like it from here. <laughs> it's really good. Don't don't make fun of it. Um. No, I'm not even telling you what it's called. Caribbean Smash. Oh. Splash. <laughs> Caribbean <laughs> Smash. I don't know. Um, it looks gross. <laughs> it's not gross. It's good. Uh, this is the Mountain Dew really like sewer over here. <laughs> that's a whole That's a whole uh, end of the stub episode right there for Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Shut your mouth. Anyway. I'm so hey, hot right now. I'm just like is, sweating. It is very warm in here. Yeah, it's warm in here. Unfortunately. Um, so going on to, oh wait, is it you? It's me now. Yeah, calm my, down. Calm my apologies. Down now. But yeah, so going to our third news piece this week, and uh, so this is uh, referring to Star Wars Jedi Survivor. So the hit sequel game that came out here recently um, uh, was it in May or June. I can't remember now. Um, doesn't matter really. I honestly have no idea. I don't remember. May or June, whatever. But it came out. It was it was a hit. Everyone May, loved it. Right? And yeah, I think so. And it was a great game. Honestly, I loved the game. I had a great time with it. And um, and so, as some of you may be aware, um, it, it came out for the newest generation of gaming. So, it came out for Xbox Series X and Series S, and then for uh, PlayStation 5. <clears throat> but the news piece is that Star Wars Jedi Survivor is actually in early development for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. And, you know... <sighs> I hate to sound elitist because I, I promise that I'm not, but I mean, come on guys. It's been three years since these new consoles come out <laughs> and, 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 you know, this games is an early development for the like old generation of game systems. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, this is a puzzling one to me. Is, is there, is there truly that many people like, is there truly that big of an audience that hasn't played the mm, game, that have right. the older consoles, that they're going to go out and buy this if they release it? Right. Like, right. Is, is there really that big of an audience? I mean, I don't know. Maybe there is. To me, it's like, if you really wanted to play this game, you were probably, if you didn't have the newer consoles, you probably were going to get them so you could play it. And like I was saying, um, like, here's the thing. I don't want to sound elitist, you know, or either of us to sound elitist is saying that. Because here's the thing. We're not saying this six months after the console came out. Right, the you know Series X, right, and PlayStation Five. We're not saying this a year afterwards. We're saying this three years after this has come out. And people, I think, a lot of times, because yes, it was unavailable for a long time, especially in the first year that it came out. Um, but now, and for a long time now, you can go to the store and find them either console anywhere you go for MSRP. They're not price hiked. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so I don't know. And see, this is where it gets into things we've talked about in the past where it's like, and this is just, again, this is not specifically Star Wars, but it, but it is gaming in general where you're literally prohibiting the progress of the, of the, what a game can be 
because you're limiting it by saying well, it has to be backwards compatible to these older systems, you know? And so I'm not trying to get on that rant or tangent right now, <laughs> but I'm just saying it is very interesting that, that after three years after launch, they're still trying to, to really rework yeah. these games, you know? Yeah, it, it is interesting. And, you know, as it says here, they're in the early stages of development <laughs> to bring Jedi Survivor to PS4 and Xbox One. So I guess my thing is, like, if, if, if let's say there are people out there that will play this game when it comes out to PS4 and Xbox One. Okay, cool. But if they don't have the, the, the current consoles, let's say they... And, and here's the thing. If they don't, they're probably not playing a whole lot of new games that are coming out because right. more and more of them aren't compatible with the PS4 and Xbox One. I know some of them are, but not all of them. And so... And chances are they're probably not buying games on day one. So, right. And what I mean by that is they're probably not paying the $60 when a game comes out. So I feel like they're going to, you know, develop this to then what have people wait until it's like 15 bucks on a discount stand <laughs> to right. then play it on their PS4 and Xbox. Right, I don't know. Exactly. It just seems weird. Yeah. Um, and and but then the most baffling part of, of this to me is not actually the it's not actually that they're bringing it to that I don't care right if if they want to do that fine you know more power to them my biggest question to this and the and the part that's so baffling to me is that this game had major issues running on the current gen consoles right. exactly exactly like on my series x this game was the most unstable video game i'd played in a long time and i yeah. think we talked about that yeah um you know i loved the game it's you know in my top five without a doubt for this year and will probably stay in my top five even though there's a lot of good games coming out but i think it will stay in my top five for yeah sure. absolutely but the game itself, like performance-wise, was an absolute mess. The frame rate was oh was, yeah was just almost almost unforgiving for a, <laughs> right. a game of today's in today's world. Like they're supposed to run better than that, especially when you when you have the the newest and best console. Sure. And so for that to be the case, and my understanding is they still don't run that great mm -hmm. on there. Yeah, they had a big patch that made it run better, but it wasn't like right. It, but it was crazy, it, yeah. You know? And so, so how are these gonna run on the PS4 and Xbox One? Like you know, it's like Hagrid from PS, like the Harry Potter from game from PS One. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's what it's gonna yeah, look yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're gonna have to. I don't even know how they're gonna pull it off. And it's like they haven't even gotten the the current ones uh, to run better, which I think would be even more important right now. Um, so anyways, we kind of went on too long about that, but yeah. it is it is kind of a an ongoing issue with with games right now. And, and you said like how, you know, they're this, limiting the progress, they're limiting of gaming, progress you know, of gaming because we are we're not letting go of the past. So, to yeah, speak. yeah. Exactly. And, you know, a perfect example of this and this is kind of going again off subject, but I want to mention <laughs> it. The perfect example of this is the the new game that was released today. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3. Mm. Very, very popular um, RPG that just came out. People have been really excited about it. And it came out on PS5 and PC. Mm -hmm. 
not Xbox. Right. And so, mad about of that. course, people are like, wait, what? <laughs> Why isn't it coming out on Xbox? Well, the developer says the issue is not because we have some exclusive deal with PlayStation. We don't. It's because the Series S can't run it uh, well enough, uh, especially when they try to do split screen co-op. Okay, then put it on Series X. Like, bro, come on. And, well, and the issue is Microsoft... They wouldn't let them. Microsoft, um, when, they, when, they, when someone develops a game for Xbox, then you have to... You have to have both games or the game has to run on both series x and See, series s and have the have share the same functions this is so freaking dumb because literally like, like I know, modes can't be gone or something i know that they are wanting to conflate both devices or both consoles as if they're the same thing but they're not they're completely separate consoles and they have compl- and here's the thing if they had the exact same performance but one was discless and the other one was you know okay fine that's fine you know PlayStation 5 uh, uh, digital only and then there's a PlayStation 5 that has a disk drive and they both perform the exact same way okay mm-hmm. that's the same thing it's just different options but the series s and the series x are two different consoles <laughs> they're named differently first of all and they have different performance so i don't know this is like so off topic but it's just like you know, saying that frustrates me because you're again, as we just said, severely limiting the capabilities of what gaming can do, and you're ostracizing some of your audience from games that they want to play because of your dumb policies that don't even make sense. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, <laughs> and it's and it is, you know, again, it, it made sense at first, but it's been three years now. Um, exactly. We're, we're about in, in typical uh, video game life cycle or consoles life cycles. We're almost halfway through the lifespan of of these consoles, mm-hmm. and so it's like, how long do you continue to, to hold on to those kind of things? And and you know, and 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 it will be a question for games such as uh, Star Wars Outlaws. You know, mm-hmm. is it, what 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 are we going to run into there? Are there going to be issues with with it? You know, for Xbox because of Series S or. Um, because of even Xbox One, I don't know if it's coming to Xbox One and PS4. Actually, not surely sure on not. That, but hopefully not, right? <laughs> yeah, like, surely not. But, and again, not to be mean to anyone of our listeners that that have the older generations, because we're not trying to be elitist. But we're at the same time, you have to, you know, you have to expect within yourself. Because I, for a long time, I was the person who never had the newest Xbox. When Xbox One came out and had 360, I didn't get it for years and years and years. And I just knew that when a new game came out, I probably wouldn't be playing it because that's just makes that's just common sense. Uh, as games progress, right, the newer the technology, right. the less they're probably going to work on the ne- or previous generation. But anyway, we're <laughs> we're divulging a little too far. Yeah, into so this, let's go but. ahead into our next story. Uh, and our next story here is uh, we did get some more information on uh, the, from a certain point of view, Return of the Jedi. So um, these are novels from a certain point of view. Uh, They are novels that have been during the 40-year anniversaries of the original trilogy. So we got one for A New Hope. We got one for Empire Strikes Back. I love both of them. And now we are getting one for Return of the Jedi. And it will be released on August 29th, so at the end of this month. And it has 40 new stories from 40 different authors. That's awesome. And so again, these always been really exciting, but um, they did release the entire uh, 40 
stories, like the names and the author and little like a blurb for each one. We're not going to go through all 40, <laughs> um, but I will just kind of show you a couple that I do think um, are, sound very interesting. Uh, one is Olivia Blake, and she's providing a chilling glimpse into the mind of Emperor Palpatine, which uh, well, is always a good one when you get into Emperor Palpatine's head. Uh, Saladin Ahmed re recounts the tragic history of the Rancor trainer. Um, Charlie Jane Anders explores the life and times of the Sarlacc. So that's interesting. Um, Fran Wilder reveals Mon Mothma's secret mission to save the Rebel Alliance. Mary Kenny chronicles Wicket the Ewok's quest for one quiet day on the forest mood of Endor. Um, there is one about... Uh, hold on, I'll find it. There's one I think about Obi-Wan Kenobi that I was excited about called from a certain point of view interesting okay. interesting yeah um <laughs> a little on the nose there i, I was uh, there oh there's one about the there's one about the uh the red guards it's called the emperor's red guards by gloria chow that sounds really really good yeah that's uh, cool i think that'll be a neat one just to get some information on them because they're always so mysterious uh there's one oh this one i'm very excited about it's called brotherhood by Mike Chin, and Assassin's it Creed. is, <laughs> and it is uh, Anakin. So after he, you know, after Darth Vader slash Anakin dies, this is when he becomes a Force ghost, and so very interesting. Uh, and 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 it, the first thing that he hears is someone say Anakin, and it's Obi Wan. So we're gonna get that like that uh first encounter with yeah. them after and that's gonna be very interesting that's gonna be very interesting very interesting um and, and so well yeah well and what's cool is as i said it's by mike chin and it's titled brotherhood and mike chin is who wrote that book called brotherhood about obi-wan and anakin right. from um, from so that's kind back. of a cool like uh continuance i mm -hmm. guess I, I, yeah. I don't know if that's the right word what, what i was going to say is what's very interesting kind of taking like an overview step here is that all of these stories are canon so it's not just like an interesting uh, sneak, you know, not, let me phrase that. It's not like an interesting thing that like could have happened or whatever. Like they're actually canon. These are things that, um, you know, we've actually gotten some very cool insights into the first two movies, um, mm -hmm. you know, little stories that fill the gaps and give context to certain characters and, and backstories that like make them so much more meaningful. And so, like I said, and that, that's why I've always thought, you know, the, this series of books are very cool. Yeah. They're, it's, it's fun because yeah, you can, it can just be some random person in the, the back ground or it can even be just like a random imperial that says one line stuff like that and then they fill it out with like a, a story of why and what was going on and it, it's always really fun to re to to kind of go through the movie and read these yeah. um and and kind of see how they fit in everywhere because they do kind of go like in order mm -hmm. of the movie as you read the stories which so, I mean, I'm glad that they did that. You're right. Yeah. I mean, so so, anyways, that's a lot of fun. And then, of course, the, the at the end, the fortieth one is Return of the Wills, which is always interesting um, because uh, if you don't know about the Journal of the Wills, you can look into it. But it's kind of this whole other thing, and it's and it's kind of implied that the that the Journal of the Wills is actually the story of Star Wars, mm, like they're journaling yeah. the story. Yeah. Um, so, anyways. Um, but anyways, so that's going to be cool. Um, very excited for that book. End of August, uh, the 29th. 
So if you don't have a pre-order for that, you can go get that now. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk about it after it comes out, talk about the the stories that were like right. really interesting to us. But very excited for that. Um, so yeah, let's go ahead and jump into our rumors. Yes, so our first rumor for this week is something that is, if you've been listening to us especially, uh, should not be really that surprising to you. But the rumor is that the Star Wars merchandise that's been coming out recently or being uh, kind of hinted at uh, seemingly leaks a beloved character returning to the Ahsoka series. And so, spoiler alert, uh, again, it's not something that should be too surprising to you. That's that, that character being Anakin Skywalker. Um, you know, Andrew is going to have a little more details on that, but basically this is something that we've talked about for quite a while now. Yeah. And, I mean, basically uh, since the series was ever talked about, exactly. we've been talking about Anakin's appearance in it. Yeah. So like I said, no really big surprise. And we put this in rumors, but really I'm, I, again, wouldn't be surprised if this is absolutely true. So, yeah. And, um, Basically, this came because of an Amazon listing um, for an Always officially Amazon. licensed T-shirt depicting Harris and Dula. And the what it says is, uh, the blurb says, Stop looking for fashion help in Alderaan places. <laughs> uh, transport <Boo>. yourself <laughs> to a galaxy far, far away with cool new apparel featuring Ahsoka Tano, Sabine Wren, Anakin Skywalker, Whoa. Mon Mothma, and all your favorite Star Wars Ahsoka characters. So um, this seems to suggest that we will be getting some Anakin merch uh, based off of his appearance in the Ahsoka series. Um, my biggest question about this is not if Anakin Skywalker's in it. If, if not, if Hayden Christensen's in it, I have no doubts in my mind he is in oh this. yeah yeah the question i have about it is is he in it in flashbacks mm-hmm. or is he in it as a force ghost that's a good question and i i'm okay with flashbacks I'm totally okay with it actually but i really want an anakin encounter as as him as a force ghost oh yeah because it's first of all it works really well because george lucas has already made it to where he is he is the hating Christensen Anakin, um, <laughs> right, you know, right. as a force ghost. So that that works out great. Yeah. But just to have again something I've always wanted is just more of Anakin's feelings and thoughts on on what happened and how he when he was Darth Vader and all of these things um, that I think would be interesting for him and and Ahsoka, you know, to have a conversation for him to come to Ahsoka. And, and then to to have that discussion, I think would be really cool. And now that he's on the other side of it, right, where he's had all of these life experiences, he's trained as a Jedi, then he was a Sith, and his fall, and then now he has that redemption, and now he's back. You know, I'm just curious, you know, A, do we get to see the very first time that they talk after, or, you know, or is it just like... Or is this going to be like... kind of come in and like they've been talking for a while True, type true, thing. and that's also, um, yeah, another big thing. But regardless of what we get, I think it would be very, very, very interesting to see if it is a force ghost ghost scenario um, to see what his advice is like, you know, or mm. or if he's hesitant to give her advice and like to, for her to figure it out herself because that was his issue is that he, you know, da, 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 I don't know. Yeah, it'll be very cool to see how that works out. So, yeah, definitely. And then um, we uh, I we've heard a lot of rumors about. Darth Vader also being in this because of flashbacks. 
um, you know, I think we read it on the podcast about a rumor where like she, um, where we'll see the fight that happened in rebels, mm-hmm. um, that the whole world between worlds thing. Um, mm-hmm. so there's a potential of that. I will say the trailers really don't seem to hint at it at all. Hint at any of that stuff <laughs> yeah. going on. Yeah. But you have to imagine that they don't really want us to, to see right. any of that yet Which, as well. So like I said, and the, one of the main reasons that we even think that that's a thing is because the title card, um, in the, in the first show, trailer yeah, does yeah, have yeah. the iconography mm-hmm. of that. And additionally, we do see in the very first trailer that was released, um, was a construction site that is very similar to what we saw in rebels, uh, yeah. where the empire was trying to, um, you know, uh, Right, not excavate, but I guess it was kind of an excavating sort of. uh, a site that had to do yeah. with it. Anyway, but so lots of interesting stuff there. Getting very excited for Ahsoka. It's just right around the corner. Oh yes. Um, so we're gonna go on to our next rumor here, and this is a very interesting one. Uh, and this comes from MakingStarWars.net, and what is being reported here. Is that and this again is is uh, this is Jason Ward who is again usually pretty accurate. He knows what he's talking about, um, or at least you know if if he's reporting on a rumor, it's a it's at least a solid rumor, even if mm-hmm. it doesn't end up being true. It's like it's not like some random person like <laughs> right. made it up in their bedroom, you know. Um, and this is what he is hearing right now. So, you know, Hollywood is a mess right now, right? Right. Um, there's strikes going on, writer, writer strikes, and actors. actors yeah. uh, all of it's a mess. There's no, uh, there's no, like, doesn't seem to be any kind of end to it in sight, at least not being reported. Um, and so with all of this, Lucasfilm and Disney are trying to look at possible outcomes and take this mm-hmm. path forward. Right. And so this is a plan that is being floated internally. And this is a plan that also seems to be a favorite amongst some of the executives. And so for what they're hearing is that there's a fear that John Favreau and Dave Filoni will not be able to make two seasons of Disney plus shows that are prerequisites for the theatrical film that Dave Filoni is doing. Yeah. So a question being floated is if they can take the main story of Star Wars The Mandalorian's fourth season and edit those scripts into a film that will release after the Ray film. So this would effectively give Filoni two theatrical Star Wars films produced by Jon Favreau. So we would lose the fourth season of The Mandalorian on Disney+. Plus. But we would instead experience that story as a theatrical film that would lead into Dave Filoni's original film concept. Right. <laughs> I can't concentrate at all right now. <laughs> oh, it happens our, like every episode yeah, I know. where the, our music comes in early and it literally just shook me to my core. I was not expecting it because um, we haven't you know, recorded for like a month and a half. Yeah, uh, and apparently anyway. our last episode... We're way going way longer than our last episode. Well, so. yeah. We did it really quick last time. I remember I it being pretty quick. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to gather my thoughts and remember so, what you well, were let just me talking So let me about. go ahead and continue a little bit here while okay, you're gathering go ahead, your thoughts. Go ahead. So as these strikes continue, the chances of Mando 4, Ahsoka 2, and then the film all being written and filmed on time is looking less possible by the moment. Mm-hmm. And so 
because of that, they're trying to like, okay, how we do, how do we do this? Do we have to push back all the Star Wars movies again, or is there a way we can make this work mm-hmm. to still have those movies come out on time? And so, looking at that, thinking about it in that way, I think that them turning Mando season four into a movie is not necessarily too bad of an idea. Right. Um, and here's the thing. Let's look at the third season of The Mandalorian, right? A solid core story that would have probably made a much better film than a television series because sure. if you took all of the, the good stuff and cut out all of the bad stuff right? and took, cut out all the, the stuff that just felt like they were wondering and, and kind of just exactly. unfocused, it probably would have been a much better movie than it would have been a TV well, show. And, and so now I think... I think you can do Mando as a series and make it super interesting and awesome all the time. But for whatever reason, they haven't been doing that. Right. right. They I didn't do that with season three. That's, and, that's what I was going to say. There's pros and cons to the movie idea. One of the cons obviously is, you know, I, I, mean, I like having weekly content, sure. uh, you know, yeah, that I can yeah. digest and I'm always mm-hmm. kind of like, Oh, what, what's going to happen next? You know, I, I'm going to miss that. You know, if that, that's the case, um, for that, at least that, that story. But I will say that all like, you know, there are pros to it as well. A, basically what you have already said. And that, that was the main point that I was going to get at too, was that if nothing else, a movie would consolidate, um, the story. It would consolidate the events. And yeah, unfortunately we're going to only have one viewing instead of a, a weekly, you know, viewing for a month or so. Um, but again, it kind of cuts the fat, you know what I'm saying? It, 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 you know, for whatever reason, um, we've talked about this and you just alluded to it. For whatever reason, these writers, because there's so many writers, there's a, basically a writer, a different writer, a different director, should I say, actually, um, for every episode of, of the of the series. Um, it, it allows them to have creative freedom to some degree as long as long as it sticks to the main story but because of that i feel like a lot of times people think that they can just do whatever they want Mm -hmm. and i feel like a lot of times people feel like oh this is my time to shine and put my little thing into star wars which again i'm not saying is necessarily necessarily a bad thing because i have loved mando don't get me wrong but when you have only eight episodes to a season right um now's not the time for you to express yourself now it's time to consolidate and make every episode a banger where like there's great action or there's great storytelling or there's, you know, X, Y, and Z. And so, yeah, um, consolidating into a movie would definitely help the story. And my, my last point with that is on a more kind of economical, logical sense right now, it makes sense too, because with the writer strike or the actor strike, uh, if you have a movie, then you can just, like I said, consolidate, even not just the story, but the, 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 the cast and the team where you're not having to have a new team, new writer, new director, every episode. Now you have one director and you have one team that's working on this production and you have this. So it makes sense in a lot of different ways for, for it to be a movie. So, I mean, there's pros and cons, but, but it would make sense. Honestly, It would make sense when you think about everything. Yeah. Um, in, in this current situation. And so, if they do that, it didn't. It didn't sound like Ahsoka was was they. It didn't sound like they were thinking that would be a movie. That sounded like that would, Ahsoka season two would would remain a uh, a series. But 
from this rumor, that's kind of the two things that need to happen in order for them to get where they need to be for their movie. Mm-hmm. So my 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 next big question to you would be, what is it going to take for everyone to go out and see a Mandalorian <coughs> movie? What has to happen in a season four for it to be big enough and impactful enough for people to want to go out to the theater and watch it? Because I think you have to have you have to have something really big for mm-hmm. this to be a movie. You know what I mean? If you if you just go and it's just like oh it's just another swashbuckling adventure exactly with with Mando and and, and there's and like Grogu goofy little cameos and they just, and, yeah and they just go <laughs> on an, an, on a two and two and a half hour adventure mm-hmm. and and uh, you know nothing really happens ex- except point, for a couple you know? of little things and just kind of showed you what they'd been up to, then everyone's going to go like, oh, well, okay. Well, that was, it's got to have, it's got to have weight to it, right? Right. There has to be some significant story there. Yeah. And, and, you know, the way they've implied is that the, the, the Star Wars movies are going to be the big, Mm -hmm. you know, um, bombastic, yeah. uh, events. The visuals. Right. You know, like Like everything's going to be like, you know, uh, just crazy and and intense, and that's kind of what they want their movie experiences to be. And then the slow, maybe not slower, but the the moment by moment experience and character development and all this stuff is more what's going to happen in their in their series, right? Which makes sense when you think about it. But um, so what has to happen in in season four for it to get audiences to go to the theater and and watch it? I mean, to be honest with you, I really don't know. Because a lot of the things that I would have thought could have been a movie type thing have already been done up, you know what I'm saying, in the story. Um, you know, we talk about we talk about, you know, Gro you know, Grogu and and uh Mando meeting for the first time and, and, and their adventure of growing together and learning and finally figuring out where the, where the Jedi are. Like, okay, that could have probably been one, but it's what he went through. You know, now we're talking about um, meeting up with Boba Fett and, and doing this whole thing. That could have maybe been a movie that's already been done. Them going to Mandalore after all of this time and, and facing in this big final face-off with Moff Gideon. So that could have probably been a movie, too. But it's already been done. So it's like, it's well, hard to and say. Then, and you're right. And here comes the next thing is, you know, it kind of felt like they put a pin in the story of... Of Grogu yeah, and Dinjarin, because now right? everything's solved um, and they're together now. They're hanging out on their little their little house they got there, and they're mm-hmm. gonna do some work for the the New Republic. Yeah, because we said, but, I remember what we literally said: forget a movie. Like, what is even this like next season gonna be? Mm-hmm. Uh, other than just uh, uh, you know, uh, monster on, of the week. Yeah, monster you know of the week saying? type scenarios with the New Republic. Which you would you you might be able to get away with that on a series, but never a movie. And we thought even with a series, it's like kind of like what's mm-hmm. the point? You know. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. And so here comes my next question for you. Because we feel that way and we feel like they've wrapped that up, does that imply that The Mandalorian Season 4 slash now maybe a movie isn't about Din Djarin and, and Grogu? Which because it could again, be, right? we've, we've talked about how, you know, they've kind of set up Bo, Bo-Katan to, to be this important character and, and you know, They've they flat out said a couple different times that you know the man the title the Mandalorian also implies to her right and and the it's Mandalorian like, season three in a lot of ways was about her mm-hmm. um, 
And so, you know, as there's nothing here in this report that says the Mandalorian season four is a Din Djarin and, and Grogu story. Yeah, exactly. So maybe it's not. Maybe I think you have to. You'd have to they'll have be appearances included. by them, right? Yeah, they'll be included. They'll be included. But... Help out on the whatever yeah. the adventure is, whatever needs to be done. But does it have to be focused on them? And based on our conversation just now, I think the answer is no. Right. Un- unless they can come up with something, but but how and- do the but then which I agree with you, but how do they then get away? with all of a sudden four seasons into it, getting away from your main characters and not really making them the, the main focus. Because yes, I understand in season three that they try to divert the focus to other Mandalorians and it's a, a big Mandalorian story, not just the Mandalorian. But they didn't do it enough, in my right. opinion, for and people if, to finally feel yeah. comfortable with like, okay, Din Djarin's not going to be the main character anymore. Right. And, and, and so, and then here's where I think this movie could really fall apart. If that's the case, if they're, let's say, let's say Bo-Katan is, is who it's going to be. Okay. If you do that and you say, Hey, okay, so we're not doing a season four. We're actually just doing that story into a movie and people are like, Oh, okay. you know, I really hoped I've really wanted to, uh, to see the, uh, I guess I'll go to the theater and watch this new Mandalorian movie. Cause I really want to see Din Djarin and Grogu again. Right. Oh, well actually, no, this isn't about Din Djarin and Grogu. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and they're going to be like, Oh, so why did I even come? Why would I go to the theater and watch this movie then? You know what I mean? Like there would be some investment gone from people. So I think as a series, I could see them going that direction more so than if the movie, with the movie, if they make it a movie, they're going to want, guess what? Baby Grogu's in there. You want to see him? Everybody loves baby Yoda. They would have to market it Mm -hmm. as a movie because again, again, yes, as much as a hit as Mandalorian has been, to get people to go out of their household to go watch it in a theater, like you said, it's going to have to have some big stuff in it, and they haven't really set it up for that. A and B, you know, I, cute merchandising is only going to go so far. You know, mm-hmm. saying here's Baby Grogu, everybody loves you know Baby Yoda. You know, that's only going to go so far. You know, what I'm saying yeah. anyway. Yeah, and so you know, maybe there's something in this this master plan story that we're not aware of, right? Mm-hmm. Which is possible. There, maybe there's something about Mando and Grogu that has yet to happen that has to happen for the story to to make sense. And maybe we just don't really understand what that is yet. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, that's, you know, that's fair. Maybe that's the case. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have to see. We'll have to wait and see. But, um, you know, I just, in our previous conversations, when season three wrapped up, we were on the same page that, you know, they've it felt like they had gotten their story to the point it needed to be for when we get the movie and they come in and help, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to come in and, and assist everybody on this this war against Thrawn. That was kind of the what it kind of seemed like would probably be the case. Um, and so, yeah, you know, obviously not everything that needs to happen can be done in a, in the first season of Ahsoka, so that makes sense. Um, there's probably there's going to be a, a lot of things probably they still have to get to um, in, in a second season for that. I totally get, but the fact that they are so adamant that they have to get this season four of Mando <laughs> right. out tells right. me there is something. There's something that There's they're, something they're trying to get there out there that yeah. is important that we just don't understand yet. And so it'll be interesting to see what that is. The mm-hmm. last thing I want to say on this is that again, the, the official release slate right now is that there's a movie coming um, in May 22nd, 2026, 
and then December 18th, 2026. So currently that would be Ray and then the Filoni movie. Mm. And then another Star Wars movie in December 17th, 2027. So two in 2026 and then another one uh, a year later. And so if if they if they do make Mando a movie, I wonder if that means Mando would go in the December 18th, 2026 slot and then they would wait another year for the the Thrawn movie. Or, yeah, or it's hard Empire, to say. And here's it. the thing. I mean, and, and we're going kind of long on this. It's like, here's the thing. The problem is, is right now we don't know anything uh, in terms of how things are going to progress and stuff because of these strikes and stuff. And we kind of alluded to it a little bit earlier, but it's like we don't know. Everything's kind of up in the air right now. So are you gonna? Are they going to end up having to delay movies again? So who knows? Who knows? Right. Honestly, at this point, we really don't know. I mean, because here's the thing: we keep delaying and keep delaying and keep re having to reschedule and do stuff and. That's just because of internal issues and, and, and overlaps and stuff. And now, literally, all of the writers and actors are striking. So, you know. So, yeah, and, anyway. and, you know, it may it may continue to uh, to get pushed back if the strikes yeah. don't end soon. Yeah. You, know, um, you know, the CEO of Disney, Bob Iger, suggested not meeting with writers until they will, you know, begin to lose their homes and apartments. So, and so, and that's the thing as consumers like us and just regular people, do we really like, you know, I'm not trying to get political about it or not political, I guess, but I'm not trying to get like an activist about it, but, but you know, here's the thing as a regular person, it's like, I'm okay with holding off on some star Wars. If I know that people are getting paid fairly and are not being pushed around by billionaires telling them that, well, you'll come back to work if you are homeless and you're starving. (laughs) You know, right, yeah. I'll just, I'm a billionaire, so I can just hold out. Anyway, so I'm not trying to get into <laughs> right. it, sorry. But, but, but you see what I'm saying. Yeah, no, so. I do, I do. And so, yeah, it, we'll continue on for now. But, of course, we'll continue to update you guys as we hear things and as the uh, you know whole scenario in Hollywood continues to to change and stall and develop and whatever may happen, we'll keep you guys updated and, and we'll see what happens with Star Wars in the future. Yeah. So, you know, we have one more rumor and um, we well, let's not get into it too much because we've already kind of beat the dead yeah, horse. Yeah, we kind here. of already talked about it, but, but it just kind of adds to it, honestly. Yeah. Right. And basically just basically just to finish up what we've been saying, um, Andor season two uh, uh, that was apparently been in the works, apparently was just weeks away from being completed or, you know, the production being completed uh, before the actor and writer strike. So, like I said, we're not going to get too deep into that because we already, you know, talked about it, talked about it. But it just goes to show you that Star Wars can be delayed. You know, Star Wars can be delayed. But, you know, again, I think a lot of times people can um, be very angry at first. Like, wow, it's like the stupid, you know, people that are keeping Star Wars, Star Wars away from me or my entertainment from me. But, you know, it's definitely something to think about. Yeah, and, and that Andor Season 2 is currently planned for release in August of next year. So mm-hmm. if, you know, this continues to be delayed, there is a good chance that uh, we may see a delay for the, the sure. series out yeah. of August. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we'll see what happens. But let's go ahead and jump into our releases. We do have a couple of releases coming up. That's uh, We do have a, a comic, Return of the Jedi, Max Rebo. And Star Wars um, issue number 37 on August 9th as well. Uh, This is currently in the Dark Droids uh, series now that they're doing. 
Um, all the comics are following along in that. Kind of a very interesting concept. Uh, so if you're interested in, in some new stuff right now, they just started doing this. The Dark Droids issue one just released uh, yesterday. And it was an interesting start to to that. And, and it's basically like this ancient uh, ancient AI type spirit thing uh, starts like corrupting all the droids um, and and uh, some some fan favorites as well. So it's kind of an interesting concept there. Yeah. So if you're interested in that, you can check that out. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it right now. So just a couple of comic issues. And we do, of course, have Ahsoka later this month, as well as the, um, from a certain point of view, as well, later in the month. So we do have a couple of really big things coming up for August. Yeah, absolutely. So we've been going for a while, and uh, it's been the first time we come back, so we're just going to jump directly into our main topic and uh, like I said, it's a bit old now, right? We get it. We understand. Because like I said, it's been of a dry period. And <laughs> what has come out has been out for a little bit because we haven't recorded. So we do apologize about that. But what we would like to do just shortly before we end the podcast today is to kind of go over the most recent Ahsoka trailer that came out and just kind of quickly discuss some of the things that we see in the uh, in the trailer and, uh, you know what I'm saying, just just see what we're co- going to yeah. you know, expect when it comes out later this yeah, month. Yeah, you know, it's coming out soon, and so we're just like, hey, let's just let's just uh, talk about it anyway, because why not right. get some hype going for this series? Um, but I, you know, I watched this, I was already super excited for Ahsoka, mm. but watching this most recent one really just had me pumped. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling really good about the series. Me too, yeah. And... Like, I'm feeling better about the series than I have about a Star Wars anything in quite a while. Now, I know, I know that that's dangerous and I might be sorely disappointed. <laughs> yeah. I know there's a, you know, that's very possible. But I don't know, just everything about this just seems to be clicking for me. And it just seems, it just, right. everything just looks good mm-hmm. and it just feels right. Well, it, and, and we said this a million times and I'll say it again. When something is made by someone who's passionate about the subject material, yeah. it can't help but not be good. You know what I'm saying? Or, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It yeah, can't yeah, help yeah. but be good. Excuse me. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's, and that's what this is because, you know, the person who is over this is completely Dave Filoni. And guess who literally created the character who's the main story of? Dave Filoni. So it's his ba- it's his it's his child, you know. It's his baby, and so um, of course he's going to put the time and effort and care and make sure that it's top notch. So yeah, I mean, trust me, uh, I, I'm definitely not. Uh, uh, you know, how do I say this? I definitely don't think that it's impossible to be disappointed. You know, and something happened that's just like what really? But I think we have the highest likelihood of it being great uh, because of these circumstances. So. Right. Um, yeah, so let's... Uh, yeah, I'm going to... Hold on a second. I'm going to pull up. I'm going to pull it up here so I can... Okay, okay, okay. Watch it on my screen as well. Um, if you guys want to pull up it as well as we do this, you know, feel free to do that. It's the um, final trailer. Ahsoka final trailer is, is the one you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and... One second, I gotta get through this ad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so awkward. I got YouTube red. 
Or premium is not in red now. No, I don't. Awkward. <laughs> Broke. <laughs> don't make fun of me. Wait a second. This isn't. Is this the right trailer? <laughs> okay. I don't think that's a trailer. Okay. Hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. This is the one I'm looking for. Yeah, this is the one I'm looking for. Uh, so it starts with Balin saying war is inevitable. And we see Balin and we see, um, what is her name? Shin? It's the girl, right? Yeah, Shin. Okay. I think her name is Shin. And so we see Balin and Shin in there, like, boarding a New Republic ship. Mm-hmm. And we see Shin just, like annihilate somebody with their lightsaber you know what's interesting if you go back and this is like so like there's no reason to even point this out but looking at their ship it almost looks like a modified tie fighter slash like it's like a modified tie fighter that almost looks like um it, like its wings fold up like one of the mandalorian ships too you know what i'm saying uh i don't know i, I just have a very interesting design i've never seen before and it kind of reminds me of like that like a combination of both of them keep going i think anyway it's at um, three seconds so <laughs> i'm at five seconds oh it's at three seconds where i'm at it's where balance and they're talking to the new republic guy is after this i don't know whatever three seconds is three seconds what the <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> what the heck is going on here <laughs> Well, definitely. I, don't know. I don't know what you're talking about, but it's anyway, okay. It's whatever, right. whatever. Um, and so, so uh, wait, what does he say? He says one must destroy in order to create. Mm-hmm. Um, and we so we see this like very classic looking uh, Republic ship, right? Mm-hmm. And they're going through. I wouldn't be surprised if this is not very early on in the series. Maybe the first time we see them. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, and they're yeah. going through. Uh, very, very reminiscent of kind of like Darth Vader going through the yeah, hallway, hallway type scene. thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, and then he says, "We are no Jedi." Uh, very intimidating. Just like, stabs through the I guy. Stabs <laughs> through so him with their not fully Sith red lightsabers, which mm-hmm. is very interesting. Which we we uh, talked in previous episode mm-hmm. about what our our hypothesis is on that. Yeah, but. very very intriguing. I can't wait to get an official answer on that because it, yeah. it bugs me every time I see it. I'm like, why <laughs> yeah. is it not perfectly Sith red? Okay, right. like right. what's going on here? Um, so very intriguing. Um, so we see them. They're going through. I can't wait to actually just watch that in yeah. full. Uh, then we see Ahsoka. We see her here, and it says, "I started hearing whispers." whispers. And then it cuts to uh, looks like like the um, that's I can't remember. It's like the world between world spirits that like the uh, the owl. I can't remember. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it looks like uh, looks like that that. Yeah. Person. So this kind of looks like maybe it's like an old Jedi temple of some mm-hmm. kind, um, and. Again, my guess would be this is probably fairly on in the in the series, that scene. And, uh, of course, we're not really sure what her objective is there or anything yet, but mm-hmm. it looks like she's on some kind of, some kind of mission of some kind. Um, and then we see, uh, she says, a Thrawn's return as heir to the Empire, and we see Thrawn walking. And, um, Very cool. Very cool, yeah. I can't wait for for more Thrawn. And so then we see she goes down into that 
temple and then we see Shin and Shin says what happens when we find Thrawn and this is the uh we then see uh what's her face I can't remember what her name is she was in Mando right or maybe I'm misthinking hmm what maybe so was she in Mando season two yes yeah yeah but I can't remember what her name is yeah I can't remember either so we continue to see uh, her like more scenes of her fighting and blowing stuff up. Well, also you you know when whenever she, like that that woman's in there or whatever, uh, we also see her the what looks like activate the world between worlds. Um, yeah, like right there. So like keep watching it. Okay. All right, sorry. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. So so they're at like a ritual yeah, site and, type and thing. And she says, "What happens when we find Thrawn?" And then she when Balin says, "And Balin says power such as you've never dreamed." And then so, yeah, so you're, like, right? You're, yeah, it's got some kind of like definitely looks like the like the world between worlds. And, type and you do have to technology. the the power such as you've never dreamed. You do have to kind of wonder if they're talking about like the ability you know, to go like back in time to, and go to different uh, timelines. Yeah, and and then and then that brings a whole other thing. Like, what do they want to change? You know, like what would be the sure. Well, because again, they're not necessarily Sith, but they're obviously not Jedi either. Right. And so, and, and so, and they're trying to go after Thrawn as well. So it's like one, yeah, it, it, they're trying to keep their motivation secret very much so. Yeah. Which, I mean, obviously. So it'll be interesting to to figure that out and see that. So we see, and then it looks like, uh, so it shows her fighting some more, Shin fighting some more, um, and then. We see Hera, mm-hmm. and she's in her ship. She says, I've spent most of my life fighting a war, which uh, is true. She has spent most of her life fighting a war. And then Chopper grunting. Um, <laughs> oh, also, another thing um, I want to go back to real quick is when you look at when you look at her activating that thing, look at the very bottom. Of uh, when when she puts her hand out with that like almost like a galaxy map or whatever, mm. you see the very bottom there. It's like a flame. Yeah. What color is it? Like bluish green. It's like a green, right? Yeah. And what do we know? What is usually in Star Wars is green flames. Mountain Dew. <laughs> I was like, wait, 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 I I knew it was wrong. I was just joking. <laughs> It's uh the witches of Dathomir, right? When they use when they yeah. use their their magic, it's it's like that yeah. green thing. So that could be interesting. But yeah, that is an interesting um, observation. Yeah, and so uh, it does it does seem like uh, that they are kind of going into some some kind of maybe way of opening the world between worlds there, but utilizing that that force magic type thing to, right, to kind of subvert to, some of the. Um, traditional means of activating it yeah correct and then we so we see Hera uh played by Mary Mary Elizabeth Winstead who is the wife of do you know who yeah Ewan Ewan McGregor so that's interesting so I still to this today like I'm looking at this like I, I feel like there's just something off about her in the face in terms of her character sure I'm not sure what it is, but anyway, I'm still going to keep my open mind, well, but it's just like she, I mean, she doesn't really look like what Hera looked like, but again, it's like, it's animation. So it's hard to, yeah. I mean, Ahsoka doesn't either. Well, I will say though, 
like she has a, I think if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but a different eye color. And also why is her lips red? You know, it's like, she's like wearing lipstick. Cause like she's never had, she always had green lips. And I, I'm, 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 you know, I'm not trying to nitpick, but I think those are just the little things that kind of culminate. You're like, ah, something just looks off about her. But anyway, um, but overall though, it is cool to see them and see her in live action. So like I yeah. said, I'll take it how I can get it. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah. Um, and so the, the ghost, it looks like is on some kind of, uh, you know, mission here. We got Chumper, Chopper doing his thing. Chumper, Chumper, <laughs> Chumper you rascal. Got Chopper doing his thing. And then, uh, we see, um, the new Republic council the new Republic. thing. Yeah. And, yeah. and so this is cool, uh, because we get Mon Mothma who is, it's very interesting to get mon mothma here because we're also getting her in andor and so we're seeing <laughs> right. two very different time periods exactly of the same person which i have to imagine is kind of a neat situation to be in for yeah, that as, actress, as actress yeah who gets to play kind of like the beginnings and also the sort of endings of mm-hmm. of the same character so, exactly kind of, kind of cool um and so we got Hera. She goes, I'm trying to convince you to help me prevent another one. Right. Mm-hmm. So she's basically saying, we got to do something here. We don't want to get another war started. And you can tell they're kind of not sure if the threat is real or not. <laughs> right, right. You can tell right. there's some, some hesitation there. Right. Um, then we see Hera. Uh, she's meeting up with what appears to be Ahsoka. And um, I can't remember his name, but the, the lightsaber building droid guy. Huang. Huang, yeah. Yeah, and and so um, Hera tells Ahsoka, you and I both know who could help us with this. Mm-hmm. And um, and Ahsoka says she's still just as stubborn as ever. Yoda. And then we see Sabine, and she's... Uh, oh, and then I like this part. Um, after she says that, Hera says, I bet your master found you difficult at times. I thought that <laughs> yeah, was kind of yeah. a nice little yeah. thing there. Uh, and then Ahsoka says, Anakin never got to finish my training. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was kind of like a double entendre there. Yeah, like, yeah, where yeah. They're like, she was talking to Ahsoka, but it was like also kind of referencing... Uh, uh, wow. You know what I'm talking about? I can't remember now. So. Uh, Yoda, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chumper. 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 That's Chumper. Chumper. <laughs> That, that, that rascal chopper. Yeah, we've officially gone too we've long. We've gone too long. We're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're just like... <laughs> it's starting to really kick in here. Yeah. Um, I'm so hungry. So anyways, uh, we see Ahsoka obviously trying to convince Sabine uh, to to join them in this mission, which I think is... I It's kind of silly to me that they're treating Sabine like she's like like the key to all this but whatever <laughs> right right um but you know what is very interesting about the sabine character is that you do learn that she has been in training mm-hmm. uh as as like i guess a jedi mm-hmm. um i guess she has the force I, I don't think that was ever hinted at right not that i'm aware of now of course in rebels she uses the dark saber and stuff like that yeah but but yeah in terms of the force i'm not aware of her ever being and then sensitive. we get our first even though it's very small we get our first uh look at ezra. look at ezra yeah um more of a tease than anything because you can't really see him super well but you do hear him talking um and of course we know that kind of they're they're the even though there's a threat of Thrawn, they've also been wanting to find Ezra, and because Ezra and Thrawn were in the same, they they left at the same time. 
Right. And so there's a big story there that we don't know at all yet. Like what happened? Right. And where did Ezra go and where did Thrawn go? And we've talked about some rumors of that, of what potentially might be the case where mm-hmm. Ezra doesn't even use a lightsaber anymore. He just uses the force, mm, which, is, which is pretty, pretty neat. Pretty yeah. sounds pretty cool. It's and pretty I cool. hope that's the case. Yeah. They say it's kind of like, uh, like Dragon Ball Z type <laughs> stuff going on. So <laughs> I, I actually really want that. To that be would true, be sick. Yeah. But we'll see. Um, and so we see Sabine's like, apparently she has to chop her hair off to, to go back to her. <laughs> like that, that signals that she's back in action. Which I guess she is kind of suited up in her Mando. Armor. True. I guess maybe it's, so because... maybe it's like the, the helmet issue. I don't know. But then again, I swore that I think more than anything, they just want you to be like, Oh, there's Sabine. That's she, yeah. like, now, now she looks, now like she looks like what she used to. Like yeah. Used to yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyways, then you see them going off on their adventure together. Spoilers. She, uh, mm-hmm. she decides to go. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, uh, and it is interesting that you also see that that mur that mural right that was from Rebels Mirinal. as well. <laughs> I can't remember that's all about. Anyway, uh, yeah, um, it is. It, and, uh, what's actually kind of cool is that was displayed at Star Wars Celebration uh, this year, and it was also displayed in San Diego Comic Con this year. So um, it's kind of neat. But uh, yeah, and there's also still there's a lot of confusing things about the timeline of this with. Uh, like this show and the Ahsoka we see in Mando mm-hmm. and then also what we see at the end of Rebels. Mm-hmm. There's still yeah, a lot yeah. of confusion there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. nothing we've seen yet still really looks like the Ahsoka we see at the end of Rebels. It, well, yeah, it's, it it's almost, very bizarre. It almost yeah. implies that we, even in this, haven't reached that yet. Yeah, which, which is interesting. Again, in the timeline, you think that this would be afterwards. Right. But, but it doesn't seem yeah, that way because yeah. she hasn't reached her full majestic like sage like white like, robe, white huge ro- leku, you yeah, know? and she's got like the big long white like staff. staff, yeah, with the with the owl on top. I can't remember what's right, called, but, yeah. and so it's like she's not reached that yet. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So yeah, and they were going off to look for Ezra then, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's a very odd. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> But yeah. we'll find out eventually, I guess. Um, so we see uh, her fighting some some uh, inquisitors. Yeah, or, it appears to be inquisitors. Is it, is it just one inquisitor? Or is it two inquisitors there? Look at the other one here. No, that's a droid, right? I knew is one of them appears to be a droid. Yeah, there's some kind of like droid or something there with the staff thing. It looks like one of those bounty droids. Um, but then, but then the other one is what l- appears to be an inquisitor, and well, that's the inquisitor lightsaber. So. And that is very interesting because, mm-hmm. as we talked about, this is after the Empire. So, um, you know, no Darth Vader, you know, no no, no uh, Emperor. So that's kind of is a, an, an, an unanswered question I never thought about until mm-hmm. we got this of, oh, there were probably still some Inquisitors. Yeah, well, and, and, and see, one, at one point, like, so we were talking about this when we had the first, our first trailer that came out. And and my thought was that potentially the, you know uh, uh, Balin and um, the other one uh, Sheen or whatever um, they were inquisitors at one point because I could have swore that I saw one of them 
I thought had an Inquisitor style blade. And what's interesting here too is this could technically be the first, uh, like this fight, little fight scene here that you see, could be the first instance in which she sees Sheen or the blonde girl or whatever, and because she has the helmet on. And mm-hmm. like I said, so if that is true that she has an Inquisitor style blade, this could be her in this. But yeah, I, I thought like they could be like disgraced or well, not even disgraced, right? Like disbanded uh, Inquisitors, but I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah, it's it is hard to say, and I don't know, um, I don't know what they're going for there. But I do think uh, it could be very interesting to to have some kind of inquisitor who it kind of seems like they want to keep a secret. So maybe this mm-hmm. is a character that we know. Um, so yeah, we'll find out. But Yoda. then it says sometimes we have to um, do what's right regardless of our personal feelings. As she like caresses, caresses the painting, the, the painting of, <laughs> of Ezra, and Ezra then um, we we oh we see the the space whales. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that that tells you they must be doing something right. Right, right. they're getting close getting because. Close or they're probably like researching them and seeing like if they could follow one of them or something one, like that. Or yeah, maybe yeah. they could transport them, like yeah. teleport them, like yeah. they did. Um, and then they they're fighting somebody there though. Yeah, it's like in a, in a ship. Let's see if I can. And then we get our first good look at Thrawn right after that. It says if we don't stop Thrawn, everything will be in vain. And then you get like a close up look at him. Uh, everybody's been making memes about this, saying he, that he looks like. Uh, um, Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um, <laughs> I can see that a little bit. Uh, and then, what else we got here? It's in darkness. Uh, oh, I forgot about this. Shin says you have no power. Um, basically implying that she has that she doesn't have the force, force which I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. But she is either way. She's well equipped with the lightsaber at this point. So maybe mm-hmm. she just uses the lightsaber and kind of follows the Jedi teachings, but doesn't have the Force. Could be, which yeah. could be interesting. Um, it's, no, it's not impossible. Obviously, not, not we impossible. have we have you know. I mean, it's, it's kind of like a not a great example. But we have General Grievous, Grievous, who follows the Sith tenets and, and uses yeah. lightsaber stuff, but doesn't have Force. And I really like this where it does appear again that they're. That uh, Ahsoka and Balin are about to have a showdown in this world between world type mm-hmm. spot, and I like this. Balin says Anakin spoke highly of you, which does basically confirm to us that Balin was a Jedi in that, the Jedi or he Temple. was an Inquisitor, which doesn't really make sense. Like why he would speak highly of her, at, you know, as an Inquisitor. But anyway, I don't think he would have called him Anakin though, if he was talking about his time as an Inquisitor. Yeah. Yeah. But that, but either way, he still could have been an Inquisitor. Most Inquisitors were were Jedi. Were Jedi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I anyway. don't know because he looks old enough that he could be both. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and so he said, Anakin spoke highly of you, and it shows them fighting in this in this area there. Um, Ahsoka says, "I'm not here to discuss my past." It kind of looks like she like blows up the place, like the spot. It looks like she completely Ahsoka obliterates it. <laughs> Uh, what? It's like Ahsoka blows up. Ahsoka, and then Ahsoka this is blows crazy, up. guys. This is crazy. Um, and so that's interesting. It makes me wonder if if it's like a – I hope they don't do this, but it's, hopefully it's not like a – they think – they're like he's trying to open up the World Between Worlds and she doesn't want it to happen, so she, so she blows it up. And so we don't actually get to see anything with the World Between Worlds. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, it's like a fake out, which would kind of make me cry because I kind of want to see more. Yeah. And then Huang says, we have a lot of work to do. Uh, Hera says, well, once a rebel, always a rebel. Rascal. Rascal Flats. 
And then we see some more combat. All looks pretty cool. Um, yeah, all good stuff. We see the the classic Inquisitor um, lightsaber spin. Yeah. Uh, right before takeoff. I'm just kidding. I don't mm, think it's going to be that. But, yeah. Um, love that. And oh, and I, what I love is is it's spinning, and Ahsoka's just standing there holding her lightsaber up above her head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you go yeah. back and watch that? Yeah. Just watch that part. It's funny. And she's you can tell she's just kind of like waiting. She's just waiting. Yeah, she's just waiting. Just try. Just try. You know how many just inquisitors I've struck down. So, anyways, that's the trailer, and it's just it. I it's good. It's really good. It's really good. Everything about it just it looks good. It looks so promising. Um, it's and it's also something that at least for someone like you and I, is something we've been very invested in for a lot a lot of time now. Um, between the the rebel characters but not just the rebel characters but also you know this isn't just connected rebels connected to clone wars right right yeah yeah and you know clone wars is something we've been following for many years as well and so um and then also how it ties into uh the bigger picture of of star wars and and Mm -hmm. there's just so much about this that that could be amazing and i just hope they get it right i hope i hope that we sit back with a smile on her face and say right. Ahsoka was something to be remembered and celebrated and that we're not having a rerun of, of Kenobi. Yeah. We're not upset and <laughs> yeah. mad about the character choices and the, and what could be right. right. The could be's I'm hoping we're sitting there talking about how cool it was and, and how awesome things were within the series. That's what I want from this. I, you know, it's been a toss up in, in the past with, obi-wan kenobi and, and and mando season three and and even andor which i really enjoyed but you know you weren't necessarily a huge fan of and and it's like i just want us to i want us to get this and we both just love it we just it, love it and we just, and everything. everything's great and we're just happy <laughs> yeah, and just yeah, talking yeah. about oh remember this part and this yeah. part like like, that's a, like a rerun of uh, mando season one or even season two in season you know two even more so i think we we had a lot of that in season oh, yeah. two and yeah. not just and, and here's the thing not just from us but from from you know our listeners yeah exactly. think about how much people talked about like season two Mm-hmm. Like people were excited and they wanted to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Not so much uh, Andor. We didn't have really anybody talk about Andor much. I don't <laughs> yeah. think much of our listeners cared as much, cared too much yeah, about it yeah. or something. Because we didn't to a prequel. we didn't have a whole lot of discussion. We had a lot of people say bad things about Mando season three. <laughs> yeah. uh, a couple had good things to say, but like, and Kenobi is Kenobi. Um, mm-hmm. You know that that should have been a movie, but anyways, mm-hmm. that's for another time. Yeah, hey, we still have the super cut that that one guy made that made it all better. We still have to watch that together at some point. Yeah, we really need to. But anyways, um, I'm gonna wrap this up here, guys. Thank you for listening. We hope you've enjoyed this extra long episode to <laughs> um, make up for our yeah. uh, our disappearance. But we're not gonna be disappearing anymore for a while, at least. We're going to be um, here. Not next week. Uh, well, next week we'll actually we'll probably be recording our and other stuff. But the week after that, we will be um, back here for our 100th episode Yay. to celebrate that. Um, be talking about the state of Star Wars, which you know there is a lot of. Th- we'll go over kind of the uh, the 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 future, what what we think is happening there, and the state it's currently in, yes. and uh, all of that, which is always a good time. A lot of theories and, and ideas and stuff to talk about um, but we'll celebrate the past as well and kind of what we've came from so far and and uh, excited about the future 
for Jedi Eternal and Star Wars. And so we want you to be a part of that. So make sure that you are. Uh, We'll probably put some posts out to get some some participation from you guys about our 100th episode. So be looking for those so you guys can comment and be included in our episode. I'm sure we'll have you guys um, have some of your comments read and things of that nature. Um, And then the week following that, we'll start our official Ahsoka uh, reviews. Um, every week while Ahsoka's going, we hope to have episode reviews. Um, of course, the first oh, yeah. the first uh, um, date will be actually two episodes premiering, so that'll be really fun. And I don't know, maybe sometime during Ahsoka, we could try to do a live show. It's been a while since we've done a live show. Maybe we can mm-hmm. throw something out there, have some fun with that. Um, it'd be good to to have a live show with you guys. If you're but if you're interested in any of that, please let us know. Let us know what you're excited about. Uh, and Star Wars. Make sure you um, like this and, and share it. You know, our, your shares to uh, for our podcast is greatly appreciated, especially when you see that pop up on Facebook that we have a new episode out. It would be um, really great if you would just take a few moments and share that post to your friends. It does make a difference for us, and we really appreciate when you do it. Um, but, you know, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. Are we on threads yet? Are we on uh, threads? I ain't going over on threads. You know, bro. you're not going on threads. Ain't we're not it. doing. We're not doing threads. I ain't doing we ain't do, we're, do Twitter. We ain't doing threads. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, we would automatically have more followers on threads than Twitter because it would just take our Instagram. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. Um, <laughs> I refuse to get. No, threads, we're not doing so. threads. So forget that. <laughs> <laughs> but Facebook is typically where you can find our uh, most of our um, communication. So make sure you stick around to that. And of course, our Patreon, we'd love for you to be a part of that. But we thank you guys so much for always being uh, super awesome listeners and uh, Patreon producers. We thank you guys so much. And we will talk to you guys soon. But until then, may the Force be with you. And we thank you for joining the Jedi Eternal.